Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Episode 59, Creating Soulful Simplicity in Your Life with Courtney Carver. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Frugal Friends Podcast. I am Jen. I'm Jill. We are really excited to have another awesome guest. I don't know how we get uh, these fantastic guests to come hang out with us. because of you, Jen, because you're reaching out to all these fantastic people. I do. I email them you. and I'm, I'm like, we have this podcast. Will you please come hang out with us for a half hour? And come, come be our friend. Yeah. We want more frugal friends. Yes. And then they do. And so we have the author of Soulful Simplicity, which was our March book club book on with us today. And she is sharing, if you read her book, then you know like why we're so excited. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't, she is an amazing individual who used the pursuit of less stress and a more simpler lifestyle to eliminate her symptoms of MS, to get out of debt, Mm -hmm. to create a healthier lifestyle inside and out. And she's done like all the things that we, you know, everybody wants to do. She did them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how can you not want to talk to somebody that's done all the things you want to do? (laughs) Exactly. And is living, living a simple lifestyle and it's actually working. So yeah. yeah. So, so we (laughs) talked to her, so I emailed her. And she came on. Uh, but before we dive into the awesome interview, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Yes. It's our favorite. Not not our favorite time of the week, but one of them. We've got so many favorites. Sponsors. <laughs> Maybe our third. This is our third favorite. Third favorite. Time of the week. Yeah. But it's at the top of the show. And just as awesome. Can't believe we haven't had these people, these places, <laughs> these things, whatever these are as the sponsor before, but we, we've got them now, is thrift stores. Mm-hmm. Today's episode is brought to you by thrift stores. Need something to put in your house, on your body, or for a Christmas <laughs> gift for a person you feel obligated to buy for? <laughs> thrift stores are here for you. Don't pay full price when you can get the same or comparable items for a fraction of the price. Mm. Buy at thrift stores. Mm. Now on sale for 50% off, uh, certain colors yes. once a week or all week. <laughs> Thrift stores. Oh, I do. Did that make sense? Yeah, you know it does. those the color, color tag sales? The color tag sales. They all do them. Mm-hmm. You I know, love those Wednesday. Things. I, or some even yep. will do certain days of the week. So you can just know every Wednesday the entire store might be 50% off. So yes. in your house, on your body. My favorite <laughs> one just posts their schedule for the month. So I know. I mean, it's not totally the most conducive environment for minimalism because everything is so cheap. So 
if you're trying mm-hmm. to go minimal, you also have to rein in uh, and get get some of that self control. That was a previous sponsor, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So bringing it bringing it back to our former sponsor self control. Sponsor self control is, is necessary when going to the thrift store on half price day yes. or green tag sale day. Mm, yes. Enough, enough said there. You guys get it. Let's talk about simplicity and minimalism with Courtney Carver. Yes. Why wouldn't we get into that? Yes, it's so good. Let's get started. Courtney, thank you so much for coming on to the Frugal Friends podcast. We're so stoked to have you here. Happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, welcome. We and a lot of your name will be familiar to many of our listeners because your book was one of the books that we read during our book club. So Soulful Simplicity is going to ring some bells for people. And if not, then we will encourage anyone to go read it. But we are curious to hear from you. I mean, your book is about simplicity and minimalism, but we're curious about what got you started down this path to minimalism. Yeah, it it was sort of an accident. I didn't intend to simplify my life, but in 2006, after months of feeling really crappy, having the kind of vertigo where you have to hold on to the wall, mm. a lot of fatigue and other unexplained symptoms, mm-hmm. uh, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Okay. And after that diagnosis or shortly after, I was trying to figure out how to eliminate as much stress as possible from my life because all the research I did demonstrated that stress really contributes to decline in MS, autoimmune conditions. And I mean, really to all of us and our general health, if you think about it. But for me, my, my only goal in the beginning was, you know, trying to figure out how to live well with MS, how to be healthy, how to continue to do the things I enjoy doing but also to start not doing the things I didn't enjoy doing and to eliminate stress. And so as I started to do that, I noticed this trend of simplicity, like everything that I was doing to eliminate stress in every category, whether it be food or money or uh, stuff or work, it all came down to simplifying it. And so that's what really got me hooked on simplicity and minimalism. It's interesting to hear you connect simplicity with health benefits. And it's not a far stretch, but I don't think it's on many people's minds of the real impact that stress can have on us physically. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's talked about in a number of different areas of life, whether it's fertility or medical concerns or hormonal imbalances or, I mean, you name it medically and research shows that the more stress, like the the less likely you are for recovery or living any sort of like healthy life with some sense of well-being in it. But I think so many people come up against a barrier of, well, then what does that look like? Like, you know, the doctor says to avoid stress, but okay, how do I do that? What does that look like? So it's really neat to hear you have made that connection between, well, simplicity might help to provide some of that decrease in stress. Yeah, it's sort of a roadmap, I guess, for reducing that stress. And I mean, side note, none of my doctors ever said reduce stress. Mm. In fact, when I was diagnosed um, in 2006, which I'm trying to do the math here, but I think that's what, 12 or 13 years ago, um, nobody was even talking about diet, exercise, any lifestyle changes to reduce symptoms or to live a healthier lifestyle within the the context of the MS discussion. And now that's very different, thankfully. People are starting to talk about it more. But even on the most basic, obvious level, we've all experienced this whenever we've been in a situation where we're not feeling well or we're run down and we say or think, oh, this is my body's way of telling me to slow down. Instinctively, we know what we need to do, but the the message we've been delivered over and over again is push through the pain, go, 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 Mm -hmm. keep going, keep going, push, push, push. 
and it's not working. Like it's clearly not working for us. Wow. Yeah. I find that is my problem so often is that I feel like I need to like push through. Even at nine months pregnant, I feel like I need to like push through and like clean the oven. And yeah, it's so hard to make the changes and like take the time that I know like that I need to do. But you would encourage a friend to do that. I mean, you would say, like I would say to you, you're literally growing an entire other human being in your body. That's enough. Like you really (laughs) don't have to do anything else. Right. At all. Yeah. But when it's us, we don't see that. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. It's so Mm -hmm. bizarre. And unfortunately there are schools of thought of sickness is all in your head. If you can just think positively, then, then you'll be able to accomplish all these things and more. And, and it's just not, accurate. Like it's not accurate in how we see life actually playing out and we've lost touch of what rest looks like or fun Mm -hmm. or joy. It, yeah. So it's really refreshing to hear you talk about this. And it sounds like you're a bit of a trailblazer in this too, (laughs) in that these messages were not being given to you, even from the medical field in how to manage the diagnosis that you've been given and how to discover these things for yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I really want to know, like, so what are those changes you made to eliminate that stress from your life? And like, how did you work through that difficulty in trying to like take the advice that you would give to others? Well, at first, you know, I was never really thinking about giving advice to others. I wasn't thinking about blogging or writing a book or any of that. It was all, you know, survival mode. And so what I did is I just thought, what is, what's the most stressful thing in my life? What's the one thing I could do first to reduce a lot of stress in my body? And normally my go-to would be, what are all the things I can do and how can I start them all today and finish them in 30 days and be perfect and amazing and wonderful? (laughs) So true. Yeah. And then I would burn out on like day 10. Uh-huh. But this time it was just, I had to have a different approach. Number one, because I was really sick, very overwhelmed, very scared. And so it had to be one thing at a time. It's really all I could take. And I decided based on a book that I read called The China Study. And they also have a documentary called Forks Over Knives, which I'm sure a lot of people have seen. I think it might even be still on Netflix. I decided to start with food, the stress in my diet. What could I change in my diet to reduce inflammation, which is stress inside my body? And for me, I'm not a nutritionist or a doctor. I'm not recommending this. But for me, what that looked like was eliminating meat and most animal products or at least experimenting with that. I didn't know if I would feel better or not. So I wanted to try. I did feel better. So I stayed off most of them even to this day. But my experimenting with food continued and still continues. And now my diet has changed over time because I think our bodies change, what we want and need in our bodies change. So now I eat a little bit of seafood. I eat way less um, in terms of processed foods and pastas and breads, uh, overall, not a nothing, you know, it's not an mm-hmm. all or nothing thing. I don't think that's the right approach for me either. Um, but anyway, food is where it started. And then once that felt like the new normal, I thought, what is the next most stressful thing in my life? And it was debt. I had, uh, just a crushing amount of debt from cars to cards, to student loans, uh, you name it. I had it. And I never considered being debt-free. I mean, I went into debt when I was 18. Like this, as soon as I could get my hands on a credit card, I was in debt. And it just continued from there. And so this idea of being debt-free felt like it might take forever, but it also felt like it might be worth it. And it took not forever, (laughs) but about three years. And while we were paying down the debt, you know, that gave us some room to notice while we didn't have so much incoming because we weren't spending as much, it gave us a chance or me a chance to notice the stress of my stuff. I never really thought of that clutter or that extra stuff or spending as stressful. I thought it was relieving stress. Like, 
I've had a crappy week. I'm going to go shopping and blow Mm. off some steam. But then that just added to the debt load, which became stress. Mm. So midway through the debt repayment process is when I started looking at the stuff and getting rid of clutter and making more space in my home and getting rid of the things that weren't important to me, which was most of it. Mm. Speaking of finances and how this has kind of translated into all aspects of your life, how did you simplify within finances? I know you're talking about some debt repayment, but how did you go about tackling that? Yeah, we used a plan. So instead of just trying to figure it out, we I had started to listen to Dave Ramsey on the radio And then I read his book, um, The Total Money Makeover, and we did his Financial Peace University course online, my husband and I together. And Mm -hmm. that's how we followed the the baby steps. And that's how we got out of debt. Mm -hmm. Any other areas of finances that that this process has caused you to minimize? I mean, spending 100% Mm -hmm. because, (laughs) or or I guess I spend money differently than I did. um, Mm -hmm. And I have an emergency fund, which I never had before. And oddly, very few emergencies now that (laughs) there's an emergency fund. Uh, So yeah, it was just this process of, you know, after so many years of doing this paycheck to paycheck living and wondering why I didn't have more money because I was working, I was making decent money, but I was just outspending myself. And even when I wasn't, I had so much debt built up that I was always playing catch up. Mm. So the stress of that, letting go of that stress was enormous. I mean, enormous. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Yeah. And I remember it's not even because like you were this wild spender, like for a while you were a single mom and you were trying to like make it. And yeah, but honestly, even in the midst of that, I was still spending, I mean, I was still spending on my credit cards and Mm -hmm. some of that was necessity. I mean, I wasn't making enough money to support myself and my daughter. And so I was putting necessities on credit cards But I was also throwing vacations in there and stuff like that too, because I just kept having this like running story that because I was suffering, because I was working a job I didn't enjoy, because I was, you know, trying to make ends meet all the time that I deserved nice things. Yes. And what I didn't realize is in getting those nice things that I thought I deserved, I was also getting more debt, more stress and more sick. Yeah. And I think that's like a lie that we tell ourselves a lot. Yes. 
So I think it's great to just hear what it's like on the other side of that belief system. Yeah, I always told myself I'll never get out of debt anyway, so why not spend the money? My credit score is already in the toilet, so who cares if I'm late on these things? Uh, mm. It was really a, a vicious cycle. Are mm. you out of debt? Oh, no. yeah. Okay. Yeah, How long been, did that process take? So it took us, I think, about three years to pay mm. off all of our debt. And I mean, we've been debt-free for, I want to say maybe 2012-ish we got out of debt. Mm. So just maybe just before our daughter graduated from high school, which was such mm. great timing because then we could afford to put her through college without debt and without her incurring any debt. And for me, that was, you know, not an obligation, but uh, really an honor to be able to give her that so that as she left college, she could make decisions based on something besides money. You know, when I left school, I was like, oh my gosh, I have so much student debt, so much credit card debt. Like I have to take the best paying job, even if I don't want to be in that field. Mm. And that's never a good feeling. And that's not going to help stress or simplicity in our lives. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what do you guys get to do financially today because you are debt free? Well, we give more and save more than we ever have before, which is wonderful. Um, We travel more than we did. Uh, Those are probably the three big things. And just not having that like angst of, is there going to be a a collector calling Mm. or I don't know. I mean, oddly enough, you know, all the things I wish I could have purchased then I probably Mm -hmm. could now, but I don't want those things anymore. Like I've gotten to that place where the things that I once thought I needed to be happy don't matter to me. Mm -hmm. Where are some of the fun places that you've traveled? Well, I just got back from a trip to Amsterdam and Paris, which was mm. a really great Ooh. time. Uh, <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. that's hard to believe. <laughs> it was really, really nice. And then, you know, I travel for work quite a bit. Right now I'm not, but I travel to some really fun cities. And mm. I have friends and family that live all over the world. So it's really nice to be able to have that freedom to visit them and see where they live and what they do and just to, yeah, not stress about it the way I did for decades. The freedom Mm -hmm. to visit them. And that's, that's a word we hear so often is the freedom that simplicity, that being debt free can afford us if we can stay focused on those goals or, or recognize the truth of what it will bring and what it will provide that, yeah, buying cheap stuff at Target is not going to fill that. It doesn't bring that freedom. I tried. (laughs) I tried really hard. Yeah. We've all tried in some form. (laughs) So when somebody is on the path to like trying to become, trying to achieve a simpler lifestyle, trying to achieve debt freedom, like it definitely, we all mess up. And I'm sure that you along the way, like fell off the wagon, so to speak and stuff. So like, what did you do to kind of recommit and, and remotivate yourself? Well, here's what's interesting is I didn't fall off the wagon during that debt repayment time, but I had such conviction in why I wanted to pay that debt off where before, if I had tried, it wasn't really a a committed try. It was kind of like, I'm going to try this for a little while because I think I should, but it Mm. wasn't because I wanted to eliminate stress and be healthy. Yeah. Um, So I really had a a, a solid reason to do it. And it, it didn't feel like a sacrifice during that time. It was really exciting actually, because we were making these other changes as well. So, I mean, certainly I've, I've had other changes where that happens and you have to kind of remotivate and get to it again. But with the, like the debt repayment, for instance, knowing that it was going to take that long, I knew I couldn't wait until the end to celebrate. And so I celebrated all throughout the process, like with each mm. card that we paid off or each time we decided not to make a purchase that we couldn't afford, where normally I would just pop it on a credit card. But to say no and to actually make what some might say felt like a sacrifice, 
for me, it was a celebration. It was like, oh, I'm, I'm finally growing up or I'm finally figuring mm-hmm. this out. Like I can wait. And also making these changes gently and slowly mm-hmm. made all the difference. So I didn't want the change itself to be stressful where mm. it always had been before, either for me or the people around me, because I was grouchy or, you know, really focused on the end goal and not present and not mm-hmm. understanding that I needed to learn the lessons that I needed to learn along the way to make this be a forever kind of fix. Mm. Mm. I like the gently and slowly that you're describing. It makes me think about any change in our lives. It's it's tough to drink out of a fire hydrant. And so if we're trying to do that to bring simplicity and freedom and health into our lives, if it's at too rapid of a pace, it's not going to be kind to ourselves. Yeah. And I mean, gently and slowly doesn't mean easy, Mm. but it just means that you're like every day committing to give yourself permission to engage in this change in a manner that best suits you and your family. Yeah. And I liked the mindset that you, the shift that you noticed, like where other attempts have been like, I should do this. Cause I think we, we reach a certain age or we get so far out of college and we're like, Oh, I should probably start to try and pay off my debt. I should probably start to not spend a hundred dollars at target every time I go. I should, I should. And which is a completely different mindset Mm -hmm. than thinking like, I need to do this. Or like, I get to do this. I mean, I, I yeah. mean, let's back up for a minute. It's I was in a really privileged situation to be able to pay off my debt, mm-hmm. um, yes. to be able to go into as much debt as I did. I have to say that, like that was, uh, I was in a privileged situation, no matter what. Even though I was a single mom, even though I got MS, even though I was in heaps of debt, I was fortunate to be able to. I guess, put myself through that, even though it took me a while to realize that. Yeah. Man. Well, (laughs) how do you top that? (laughs) It's a privilege to pay off debt. So it so is. And I think the only way we can follow that up is with our favorite time of the week. And we can just like meditate on that. And we know, we know what the favorite time of the week is. It's the the bill of the week that's right it's time for the best minute of your entire week maybe a baby was born and his name is william maybe you paid off your mortgage maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore duck bills buffalo bills bill clinton This is the bill of the week. Really, my favorite bill was the first bill that I put on an automatic payment. And Mm -hmm. now I would say most of my bills are on automatic payments. But to be able to have that peace of mind that I don't have to try to make ends meet anymore and that there will be enough to cover these bills without me giving it a second thought. I mean, I still can't even believe, even though it's been many years that I'm in that situation and I'm very grateful to be there. So yeah, that's my, my bill story of the week. That's fantastic. Yes. (laughs) You were worried that it wasn't going to be like Billy enough. And it definitely is. Well, I wanted, when I first read about it, I was like, oh, I have to think of something really clever. And (laughs) and I just, it didn't happen. But no, automatic payment is clever because it is so convenient. And like you said, just the peace of mind that you can do that, that the money is there to do that and the simplicity Mm -hmm. of it. So, oh yeah, it's fantastic. Highly, highly underrated. There's something to this, though, because a lot of people do mention this automatic payment thing and putting their bills on automatic payment that, yeah, there's more to it than than what meets the eye. I think that there's Mm -hmm. some real keys here in the frugal world and in the debt repayment process and in reaching simplicity and minimalism to be able to do this. Yes, it is. I mean, and it is, it's a privilege to be able to sign up for automatic bill pay and not be worried that you're not going to have the funds in your account 
uh, when it gets uh, auto-drafted. Yeah. I love it. If you out there also love automatic bill pay or you have a different bill of the week, you can visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill and leave us a voicemail or a speak pipe and we will share it on the show. We love them all. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H. M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Well, Courtney, this is the part of our show that we like to fondly call the lightning round. Uh, no real reason for that other than I just like the sound of it and it's slightly <laughs> shorter than the first normally, part. <laughs> normally she would like really get into it in saying it, but she's, she's being polite because we have a I'm guest. Being, I'm being polite for our <laughs> guest. I was raised well, so I'm not going to yell in her ears. Yeah, Just know it's the lightning round and sounds associated with lightning should go here. Yes. So Courtney, can you tell us a little bit about Project... 333 or 333, how do you say it? And what inspired it? Yeah, I say Project 333, but it doesn't really matter what you call it, 333, whatever. But 333 stands for three months, 33 items. And it was inspired by my disaster of a closet that even after years of simplifying, I had ignored and backburnered and not wanted to really face because I still enjoyed purchasing things for my closet. After all, I needed clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And that was a place where I could justify something Mm -hmm. new. You know, there's a new event. I need something new. Um, I have a new emotion. I need something new, whatever (laughs) it was in my closet. So I... That's a good reasoning. And I knew that this slow and steady (laughs) approach that we've been talking about wasn't going to work for my closet. So I created a challenge, a personal challenge where I would dress with 33 items or less for three months, including clothes, jewelry, accessories, and shoes, and see what happened. And I documented the process and lots of people joined in and we all had pretty amazing benefits to talk about at the end of even those first three months, which I was surprised about. It was only supposed to be for three months, but it added such value to my life that even today, nine years later, I still am dressing with 33 items or less every three months. Hmm. And just to clarify, it's not 33 different items every three months. That would kind of defeat the purpose, I think, of the whole challenge. (laughs) Uh, a lot of my wardrobe goes from season to season to season. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I uh, tried it 
And we have we have like two seasons in Florida, so it's just like hot and unbearably hot. So <laughs> I <laughs> I kind of like challenge myself to like keep everything together and just like separate it. And I it was hard. It was difficult for me actually, even as much as I like love minimalism and like having fewer items, it was still hard. What was mm-hmm. the hard part for you? <laughs> I think maybe not knowing myself fully and not knowing the things like I had an idea of my wardrobe and who I was in fashion. And so I like kept these things that I wanted to wear more than maybe I put away some things that I should have kept out. And so it was just like learning about myself, I think, was the hard part. Yeah, we often have these aspirational wardrobes, like let's dress for the Mm -hmm. people we want to be or the people we think people think we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that never works. Yeah. Like I wanted to be the person that wears accessories and I am not, I don't. Yeah. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. yeah, that was... Mm -hmm. It was really, really interesting. Do you have any tips for somebody that wants to do Project 333? The, probably the thing that I like to remind people the most is it's only three months. So don't overthink like this, what am I going to wear for the rest of my life? And don't <laughs> get rid of anything that you're not including for those first three months because that just causes more stress. Just get it out of sight. So get your 33 items together. Uh, hang them in your closet and get everything else out of sight for three months. Don't buy new things for the challenge because what you'll learn along the way, kind of like you did, is what you have in your closet right now might not be what you want or need in your closet. But if you go buy new things, you might not want or need those things either Mm -hmm. at the end of those first Mm -hmm. three months. So Mm -hmm. give yourself those three months to be a little scared of what you may or may not be wearing. Don't worry about feeling like it's not enough because it won't feel like enough if you're used to dressing from a huge selection. Mm -hmm. But recognize that even if you have a big selection right now, you're probably only wearing a small percentage of that huge selection. Mm -hmm. But you have to face all of those other clothes every day and the emotions that go with those clothes. So For instance, I had clothes that didn't fit me well, and that made me feel a certain way. I had clothes that I had spent too much money on, clothes that still had tags hanging on them because they were a good deal. So I bought them and then never wore them. Didn't Mm -hmm. feel good about that. But every single day, I'd have to look at that. And whether I was conscious about the fact that that was impacting me, I, I don't think I was until it was gone. And then it was like this weight was lifted. So yeah. I know I just gave you like 30 things to think about, but... <laughs> oh, all fantastic. We'll take all of them. Okay. We're so greedy. Yes. We're greedy for the tips. <laughs> We're not simple in that way. We'll collect them all. <laughs> I was just uh, thinking that I was like, I should try this again. And then I was like, I am currently doing like project like nine four because <laughs> I only have like two shirts and a pair of maternity shorts and flip-flops. Yeah. Sometimes people ask me, like, is this a good time if <laughs> if I'm having a baby or if I'm going through this major life change or, and I always say, maybe not, like maybe this is the best time. <laughs> maybe you should just focus on like growing that human, like we talked about earlier and that you don't yeah. have to add one more thing. Um, just because I think it's a great idea and I can almost promise that you'll discover something about yourself from doing the challenge. It doesn't mean you have to do it right now. It'll be here when you're ready. Mm, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I'll do it when I get back down to <laughs> When somebody is done creating another human and they <laughs> do the three-month challenge, like what, what should they do at the end of those three months? What happens then? At the end of the challenge? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, here's what happens. Some people wrap it up and they say, okay, I've done that. Here's what I've learned about myself. And here's how I'm going to approach um, wardrobe differently. Some people say, wow, like me, that added so much value to my life in terms of reduced decision fatigue, less shopping, less thinking about what I'm going to wear or what I need. Um, It also really 
hit hit the point home that you don't have to worry what people think of you because they're not thinking of you in any kind of way most of the time. Mm-hmm. I was convinced that what I wore said volumes about me. And when I did this for the first time, I was working full time. No one noticed. And I was around the same people all the time. They didn't notice that I was doing mm-hmm. it. No one mm-hmm. did. Nobody cares mm-hmm. what I'm wearing. And that gave me the freedom to think about all of the other decisions I've made in my life based on what other people think. And then I realized that they weren't really thinking about it. So why did I put that pressure on myself? So mm-hmm. for me, and realizing those benefits, that inspired me to keep going, as have many other people. Um, they just kind of keep that. Not that the number 33 is that magical or or important. Mm. So for some people, maybe it's 36 or 25 or 42, whatever it is. But to have those boundaries in place just removes the the distraction of trying to decide for that season. So at the beginning of every season, I or the end of every season, same thing, I'll get rid of anything in that particular capsule wardrobe that isn't going to work for the next season and fill in the blanks if I want. That's awesome. Yeah. I love what you're saying about how it really doesn't matter to other people. And I've noticed that for my own wardrobe, it it has been in the past something that is fun for me to go to thrift stores and buy clothing inexpensively that I like and put together new outfits. And so Uh, My husband and I have since, though, lived in small spaces, like currently we're in 170 square feet. So I can't do that as a hobby anymore uh, unless I am constantly throwing things out, which I don't want to do. So it has caused me to really pare down and I only have a handful of items that I wear to work. And at first I thought, oh man, like what are my clients going to think that I'm wearing the same thing all the time. And nobody notices, like nobody says anything. Who's going to remember what I wore last week? They just don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't even remember what I wore last week. So. Right. I don't remember. So it's even an exercise in humility too, that yes. I am not that important. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. So true. All right, Courtney. So where can people go to follow you and learn more about you, your fantastic website, Be More With Less, and your your book and everything you do. So most everything is on my site, bemorewithless.com. I post regularly on Instagram at Be More With Less. And uh, next March, the new Project 333 book will be out. Yay! So there'll be more information on that and some fun things coming around the corner that I can't wait to share, but I will wait to share. <laughs> so exciting. So, I mean, maybe we'll do, March was your month this month for the book club. Maybe we'll just like keep that trend going. I love that. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Courtney. This has been a really rich time. And I hope that your story has inspired other people like it has for us to just go forth for simplicity not just for simplicity's sake, but just for like everything it offers. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me today. Thanks for sharing your journey, Courtney. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Wow. I know I say it after every interview, but that's mostly because I don't know how to start my my sentences. Um, But wow, that one was really good. And it it is appropriate. She has such a grace (laughs) about her, which I can't help but wonder it has to do, it, it must be the simplicity, right? The soulful simplicity I that she's like experienced because she's got this calm serenity about her. It's probably why I didn't scream lightning round because it just didn't feel appropriate. I just, I needed to talk oh, like she this. She should come back more. <laughs> I think sometimes we get so caught up in crazes like the Kanmari craze at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year. And saying, like, this sounds like a good idea. I should do this. Like, as an adult, I should be this way. And she views it as it's a privilege for me to do this. Mm. And and also that she, she needed to do it for her health. Mm-hmm. And so she just c- comes at it with such an alternative 
view. Mm -hmm. And I think view and mindset are half of the battle when you're trying to make life changes or financial changes. And I think it's those are views that it would all be beneficial for all of us to adopt. I do love that, like even shifting perspective from like a have to, because I think that is a lot of the barrier to having motivation if it feels like a burden. And we talk about that with budgets Mm -hmm. too, right? Shifting the mindset of budget and not having it be like a savings plan, but a spending plan. And there's so many pivotal shifts that we can Mm -hmm. make in perspective that can change our levels of motivation, our rates of success, however you want to define that. But yeah, that viewing it as a privilege seemed like a help to her in being able to accomplish these things and then see the real benefits of it. Yeah, I hope that is the big takeaway that we can mm-hmm. that we can take from this. What a yeah. privilege it is to be able to yeah. to live these lifestyles. Yeah. And for more on these lifestyles and to engage with us further We are still doing this book club thing and reading all Mm. about frugality and minimalism and simplicity and all these topics that we love so much and we want to stay motivated on and we want to form friendships over. So it's June and right now we are reading Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. So uh, another angle of minimalism and in our digital lives. So it's real interesting. Get in on it. Mm. And talk with us in our Frugal Friends community, Facebook community group, because there's all all sorts of wisdom and tips and tidbits. Yes. Unless you're doing a digital fast, in that case, we'll see you after that. <laughs> yeah. We support you in group. that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this is a pretty new book. So if it is, if you're on a wait list in your library and you just want a free copy, you can enter to win one from us. Leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher of our podcast. Screenshot the review and send it to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And we will select one winner for a book for every five reviews that we get. Mm -hmm. So that is a pretty good chance for winning. And if you want to know an example of a helpful review, if you want to help us out in this way and enter for your chance to win a free book, this free book, here's one that you can take as inspiration. And it is five stars, just so you know that and you're aware of how helpful (laughs) this is. And it's from Amy A. in Texas. And she titles this Entertaining Practicality. These two ladies crack me up and offer great tips on living a frugal lifestyle. And the accompanying online group is great, too. (gasps) That's amazing. Thank you, Amy. I don't think we've ever had a review that mentioned the online group that we also have. So that is a helpful review because now people who read this can know that we offer more than just a podcast. There's... There's a whole community so much more. that is Not engaging more, on these topics. So well, we book club, so community, podcast, friendship. I mean, come on. Yeah. Laughter. <laughs> yes, always. <laughs> and babies, humans. <laughs> I don't know. You've got a human in you. I mean, so that's you're, not you're for the community. It. That's not for. But you're, you're, you're bringing it to the table every week, hitting the table with it every I week. I do. <laughs> Yeah, soon to be done because I'm about to be on maternity leave. I know, this is our last episode before you have your baby. Although once this is out, Jen will already have her baby. So wrap your mind around that one. Yes. And we did record a few after Mm -hmm. this, but before it. Oh, that's a good point. It's all confusing. It's hard to keep up. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. So... (laughs) Anyhow. Anyways. Somebody will see you next week. It'll be... I will see you. (laughs) You'll hear me next week. You can join the Facebook group uh, to see what status I'm in with my baby. Mm -hmm. Until then. Until then. Au revoir. See ya. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriano. Yeah, this whole pre-recording thing has been quite confusing. Mm-hmm. But We're doing it, though. As long as...
as long as Eric gets it and gets the episodes out. <laughs> I Sometimes I'm um, like, mm, which one's going to be released today? Because I've done uh, a few I never know. ahead in my show notes, too. <laughs> so I'm like, hopefully he, he put, pairs the right audio with the right show notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all on you, Eric. It's all on you. <laughs> this whole thing rests on your shoulders. Not really. Yeah. Um, what kind of updates will you give us in the Facebook community group? Will you spam us with your pictures? Uh, probably mostly pics. Uh-huh. Pictures. Yeah. That'll be all I'm capable of. <laughs> Maybe I'll submit a bill of the week. Maybe. Spoiler alert. <laughs> mm, we'll see. We'll have to see. <sighs> all right. All right. Bye. Bye. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.